تاسین تاسین باشیزان سیز می what's up what's up what's up I was gonna say because it just happened once again it's crazy to know that every single sound that is picked up from when I just hit the record button until when I hit stop every single sound that comes in right there is basically enshrined forever because I was thinking about this that all my favorite artists or um, an artist I mean especially musical or creatively just throughout history seeing quotes from them seeing clips seeing just hearing them talk about their work they always describe a creative process like the stuff that's super meaningful is the stuff that may never be shown to anyone else other than that artist themselves that it may never get released to the public at all like family members that might not see it friends and obviously there could be a million more people that see certain stuff but I don't know these artists that I look up to they always talk about how beautiful and important that work is that may just sit with you forever and may and no one else may ever get to see it but it's still enshrined forever it's like a statue is is formed or a name is raised to the rafters for a hall of famer or their song is forever on a cd that people own or you just own yourself and that's kind of how i think about something like this because having something like control over whether i put this up on my on my account or if i find something interesting enough to talk about like that might be all that it takes for for me to post something and that release it out to the public and that just made me remember i thought about a couple days ago um when it comes to anyone's creative process including my own i kind of had well my thought was about myself it was that i've always thought that the creative process is everything you do behind the scenes and then the act of releasing it to the public is its own thing when i actually think and i kind of realize now that the actual act of releasing it or letting just giving people the option to be able to see or hear what you're doing that is a part of the creative process also that's why we see like that's why i see so many different artists in the way that they release something in the way a a musician the way he releases an album or releases a single or when he does under what context with what name with what picture and when he does it and like one of my f- childhood favorite artists is Travis Scott a rapper and he his last couple albums he's only given a little bit of 
a tiny bit of time in between when he says the album is coming on this day and then when he drops it. But the actual action of dropping it or releasing a creative process is a part of the creative process. And that's what I kind of realized that I don't need to be totally focused on everything that is going on behind the scenes. Like, give my energy to what I release or what I what I choose to just allow people to see from me. And therefore, I can just learn more and I can have a better understanding of where I'm at or where where just other people are at. Because I don't really give a single shit about if anyone likes it, if anyone resonate resonates with anything I do or say I'm just trying to be the best version of myself and everything after that is just a bonus so but that's why it's important because if I take the two seconds to release it to the public then I'm just gonna learn from that experience as much as I can and kind of you know deal with it on the fly then afterwards you know because that's kind of what you do with art you you just keep you just keep going and you don't like stop and smell the flowers always but don't get too caught up in even the creative process that you don't pay attention to the fact that you're releasing it to people or that there might be people out there that that do love it or or just anything like that i don't know i was just thinking of that mm-hmm. but uh yeah I was thinking about chess a lot this week. Chess is a game that, and again, hard to describe, hard to express, but I've always loved a chess board and the game of chess. There's something crazy about it. You hear it in sayings throughout your entire life, like play chess, not checkers. It's just this strategy. I just have this overarching feeling of strategy when I think of chess and wisdom almost too. Not being smart, not being a little smart ass or knowing a fact right in the middle of a moment. It's like you're wise. You've seen it before. You've you're ready for whatever comes. You're not you're not just overly prepared for a set amount of things. You're open to all these different possibilities because that's what kind of chess is and it obviously makes me think of you know the queen's gambit which is a netflix show that came out a couple years ago about chess which is actually based on a true story about an american chess player bobby fisher who was a chess prodigy from very young age and then when he by the time he won his by the time he claimed his world championship, he was like 20-something. Anyway, this was in the 70s or 80s. But the guy he defeated was this Russian chess player who had been world champion for maybe a decade, like several years. The dude was the best chess player, arguably, of the modern day. And a man like that, he, he knew every variation to the game. He almost had it like mathematically all put together in his head. He knew if 
this piece moves here he knows just how many variations there are to finish out the game just based off of one move that his opponent might make and so imagine being a chess a world chess champion for a decade or even for multiple years and you've played chess your whole life like i'm sure that guy did and you know the board in and out and you feel like no one could ever beat you and then someone comes along and does it kind of just shows being ready for anything and yeah I was that's kind of been a big a big thing in my life very recently and something that has really come to fruition for me at at the on the back half of 2022 for me has been taking things in the face taking challenges or life obstacles head on and having to deal with it and not expect myself to to already know what the right answer is you know like that's i feel like that's an important thing when when you don't set expectations for even just how life should go like i was thinking that like we life is so unexpected everything is unexpected you can maybe get a few things right if you plan really well or um there's obviously a million things that that you could expect that happen that do but when it comes to actually how you your life goes or how my life goes i everything has been blowing me away recently and it's forced me and wedged me into this present zone just i'm in this zone of being completely and utterly present with literally everything i mean i don't i won't go into everything but present with where i'm at with a job or where i'm at with family or relationships or friends where i'm living it's i've been getting hit you know life has been hitting me left and right like per usual you know but right now especially there's only so much that you can plan for at any given time kind of like chess like you can only plan for so much but he makes that one move that you weren't expecting and if you're too deep into plans or what you thought was going to happen and expectation then it might it doesn't 100% say you're screwed. No, 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 no. But being wise and being open to things makes you able to roll with those punches a lot easier. And I think that's kind of what the universe is trying to teach me, especially like I said at the back half of 2022 as it, as it comes to a close and as just it feels like a million different things are radically changing in my life. Or at least not even changing. It's in the midst of changing. I'm, I'm in the midst of personal evolution. You know, like, and I can't plan anything. I am. I always exaggerate. Eh, you know, sometimes I definitely do and say, "Oh, this is the best thing that's ever happened in my life," or 
this has never happened in my life or this has happened a million times and but I I I feel like I can say honestly I don't know if I've ever met someone who can't plan stuff as much as me I like my friend the other weekend he he asked me if I wanted to go to this to this thing in the cities on a Sunday and it was a Saturday and I had no plans I had no plans for that Sunday zero I had no plans didn't even have a routine or a thought of what I was going to do on the day or because I'm not in school I, I I work and I and I and I do a bunch of different things but I always leave my book that open and when he asked me I still couldn't even like say yes right away even though I didn't have any plan or I didn't it's not like I had plans to relax or um catch up on on this and this and this and actually have it kind of mapped out even a day before and I eventually was like well, what am I doing you know I'll just go because I don't have anything planned but even in that moment I was so hesitant and I didn't want to say yes and that is solely based on this on this present feeling that I've had where it's almost like every day when I wake up I'm relying on how I feel that day. And I guess that could go back to, to the fact that I'm kind of the person that's willing if I do wake up one day and I feel like putting stuff in a backpack and backpacking across the United States or moving halfway across the world, then... I want to be open to that because I, you could say I've been letting my my intuition guide me, letting the unknown guide me, but it's been difficult, you know, like, and I have major respect and I think it's a beautiful thing when people have stuff planned out and have things that they can rely on. Like, for example, if I, let's say I had this grand plan um, come next spring, like in six months from now, when it hits June or whatever, kind of end of the school year time. If I had this grand plan and I had a job lined up, a new position in a different state, and I had, and I had this time to to get it ready and to find a place, and that was my set plan. And then, if something happened here before I go during the six month stretch, that kind of through a wrench and what was going on here I still have that to rely on that's like the total beautiful thing about having plans for anything is you have these good things that you look forward to that you can kind of rely on I just I don't know I can say honestly that it feels like I almost have nothing right now that I, I've almost wanted that for my... I've manifested that for myself because I have tried my best to stay present and, and not give my energy, my present energy, to that future version of myself. Just like I've tried not to give that energy to the past versions of myself. Even though I've went through a lot of old shit and I've opened the door on a lot of old ghosts and 
looked in the dark closets for my past, I I still don't give my energy to it when I'm in my present. Unless something comes up and it needs to be addressed. But I, I've just naturally... I can't say that honestly. I mean, I'm not trying to sound any type of way. I mean, that's just how I feel. That I have felt so present. That I don't have this energy to want to plan something on a day when I don't know how I'm going to feel on that day. And that just makes me think of love because that reminds me that love transcends that part of me. That I would never wake up one day and be like, I just don't like my best friend anymore. Or I just hate this person. Or I hate music. Or I hate hockey. Or I hate whatever. I hate soccer just out of nowhere nowadays. Like, no. There's all these things that you will continue to grow on and, and, and love and be passionate about. Um, but it's kind of all the the physical, um, tangible stuff that I can't really plan out. I've been letting myself flow. I've been trying my best to let this energy flow of mine. And, um, I don't know, I got my chessboard sitting right in front of me, so I, see, I look at it and I'm like, well, that's just like chess. Like I was saying, if you're too robotic, or if you or if you think too much when you're playing the game, because just as a, as a, as a background, I've played hella chess in my life. And like I said, I've always loved it, but I, I never really played, and, but now I've played Probably a couple thousand online chess games, but I only get that handful of in-person games. But, um, yeah, when you're playing, if you're, it's not bad to be robotic. I mean, you can whoop so many people's ass if you're on a on a straight line, like no mistakes, kind of kind of thing. But then you sit down across from somebody who throws an absolute curveball at you and you got to be ready to take something like that and flow with it though because I've been through those times in my life where a curveball gets thrown at me and I'm not ready at all and then I panic and then there's so much stalling and like processing time like I don't know what to do and I guess I've just been trying to be better about rolling with those punches I've, I've kind of learned that that's what wisdom, that's a, that's a form of wisdom, and I, I've had it written on my whiteboard. I've reminded myself: be wise, not smart. Be wise, not smart. And being wise means you maybe haven't experienced everything, but you don't have this expectation of what you're gonna experience. You take as much as you can from what you have experienced but be open to whatever gets thrown at you and be able to just handle it maturely I guess be able to be honest with yourself and be honest with others in those moments so many times growing up you know you fuck up as a kid and you're too afraid to tell your parents so you don't and it just creates more strain, uh, more stress on any relationship, though. When 
when you when you kind of get in that panic mode because something that you weren't expecting happens well that's kind of exactly what life is it's no expectations it's stepping into the unknown it's doing what makes you uncomfortable it's and i think 100% most of the time from for a lot of us going into the unknown is very uncomfortable and you could say i've been definitely trying to become more comfortable in the unknown and flow with that and enjoy that and uh, but there's this saying in well it, it relates to chess i don't know if it's from chess at all but it goes set the set piece before you move the move piece and i think that that kind of encapsulates a lot just in life and even just what i'm going through right now that like that step backing stepping back and assessing thing that i've kind of brought up before and um making sure i'm good before i make that move but if i can shorten that time i'm just giving myself more happiness and i'm just i'm not allowing those negative feelings to overtake me as much if it if something terrible happens and if i can be candid as hell with you guys i've been getting bricks thrown at my head that's how it feels like you're standing out in the middle of an open field and a person standing 10 feet away from you just hucks a brick and it hits you square in the middle of the face it's felt like that and it's i i emphasize it has felt like that has it absolutely knocked me on my ass unconscious or killed me no like i'm here today i'm not out on the street i'm not starving i'm um i continue to be blessed and i'm thankful for for how i've handled things in my life and what i've been blessed with through other people um but but if i was letting those bricks get me down because i was because it threw me off my course so much then then it maybe would be dragging me down much more than it is nowadays but I, I but i can't lie and say that it that it's not because it has been and it's been difficult but it's been a good challenge and it's been it's been helpful with just growing and being 20 being in your low 20s any any grown adult or any any grandparent or anything or anyone you care about in your family would tell you that their that your early 20s are a very transformative time and i can't help but feel that going on right now in my life i can't help but feel just how much is happening as we speak and for me it's bricks are getting hucked at my face left and right or at least you know you could say the devil is or negative energies are or the universe is testing me god is testing me whatever you want to call it like i'm just being tested and 
I'm, I've been handling it pretty well. And I'm, I, it feels good to be able to say that because that's my honest take. I think I've handled it pretty well, but it's, but I reiterate again how tough it's been. And I'm, I haven't done anything perfectly. And I've, I keep fucking up. I stay fucking up. We all do. And, um, it's been everything, man. It's been, what do I want to do? Where do I want to go? Who do I want to spend my time with? And it's difficult to discern between what might be the right move and what might throw you way off. Like chess, you know, trying to decide the right move beforehand while also dealing with the move that I got to make right now. And I'm also, but like I said, when it, to go back to flowing with that and flowing with whatever comes, that comes with accepting those mistakes or things that I think is a mistake and going with that flow and being better from there. Because if I just let one thing drag me all the way down, then I'm just dragging myself down. Like I... I love saying that because I'm literally just telling myself the right answer right there. If I let myself get dragged down by this one thing, then I am just dragging myself down. It's it's kind of that... For me, it's that simple. I know... I recognize that if I'm... If I'm allowing... These things to drag me down, that they will. And... All I can do is, is learn from... From everything. And... I still get in these dark places though. Kind of when you're sitting across from someone in a chess game and you can just feel, you can just feel that the dude knows what you're going to do or he knows he got you. And you're kind of just sitting there like, fuck. What am I supposed to do? There's a, right around three options. You can give or take whatever, but I was thinking about that. There's kind of like three options with that. You can either slam your slam your king down, which is um, receding or conceding, and and giving the and giving the your opponent the the win on that. You lay your your king down. You could slam it down. You could get up and say, "Fuck this," you know, "I'm out of here." Or you could set down your king nicely. Shake your opponent's hand. Say thank you. I respect your your victory. You played great. I appreciate the opportunity to get to play you. Or you can stay and finish it out. And you can do everything in your power to right that wrong. And then if it still doesn't end up going your way, then you know you gave it your all. And I don't know, I'm trying to do one of those next two things. Not stand up and just like say, fuck this. Like, I'm so tired of all of this and I can't do anything. And I don't respect the situation. I don't respect you as a person. And no, I actually, I want to be grateful for whatever happens. I want to either give it my all or know that maybe it wasn't for me or maybe that I did 
acknowledge that I made that mistake and and move on so that it's just better for all of us. It's better for your opponent in chess. He'll enjoy the... I mean, depending on the dude, like, he probably... He might want you to... He might want to beat you so bad that you get pissed and storm off, but there's nothing better than mutual respect on anything that happens, you know? And... The beautiful thing about chess, too, about the OG version of playing chess is having to sit across the table from someone as you play and look them in the face and you pay attention to all the little mannerisms and how they react when you say something or make a move. And that can just be perfectly applied to a relationship, for example, or someone that I care about in my life. If I, if I care enough about a situation, honestly, texting is the last thing that I really want to do, especially in this day and age where we all have phones and texting is such a normal thing. But rarely for me nowadays, rarely am I able to have a text exchange that I feel like is just really good in that moment and we're both feeding off of each other and we're both being able to understand each other. But sometimes and with some things, a lot of times to be honest with you though, when it comes to family for me, when it comes to a coworker, like a boss, like I don't want to have to text my boss or call my boss that I'm coming in sick or I got to take off work for this day or this day. No, I'd, I'm the kind of person I would much rather tell it to his face so that he knows I'm being honest and that this is where I'm coming from. Or, hey, I really think I, I deserve to be doing this. Or, I really want to learn this. And you take charge of that and face that head on. And with a relationship with someone. I don't know. I just, my head literally goes straight to texting versus seeing someone in person. And of course, there's the middle ground of calling or FaceTiming in between those two things. But I, yeah, I can't help it. I, nowadays I feel so, so strongly about, about, just things in my life and relationships in my life that I feel ready to be able to face all these things because for example I'm being I'm being forced to face all these things that are going on my day to day like work stuff like career stuff like learning anything being creative keeping up with a household, keeping up with friends or where I'm moving or where I want to go or what I want to do in the future. And I've been, I'm, since I'm being forced to face all these things like that head on, I want to face any situation with someone that I care about. I want to face that head on. And I don't want to sugarcoat it. And I don't want to 
And I realize as I say it, I'm a hypocrite because I still do it to this day. I still... I still fuck up all the time. And I still... I'm not facing things head on. But I can say honestly that that's what I would prefer always. And there's zero question about that in my mind. I Let's talk about it. And I want to be with you. And I want to see your face. And I want you to see mine. I want to understand. That's literally the only reason I say this. Because like I said, rarely do I get in a text exchange where... It's flowing well because rarely are you able to fully understand someone over text. A lot of the time when we're talking about maybe something a little bit more serious or anything more serious than regular conversation that I want to be able to talk to you in person. I just want to be able to see your face. I want to be able to, I want you to be able to understand me better. But from my perspective, I want to be able to understand you better. And I, I trust me, I know how difficult it is nowadays with that. But we all kind of, we all, including myself, we all cower behind our phones and behind being away from each other and taking that opportunity to try to express feelings while we're not even with them, even though it might be someone that you really care about. And it's just been hard to manage for me. I don't know. I... I have so many things that I want to tell so many people. And a couple people in a couple people specifically, and I do get chances too. I'm not saying a lot of the times you get those chances and you got to make use of those chances. And I guess that's kind of what that what I'm leading to with all of that is making use of those chances when you see people do tell them how you feel. Just let your heart speak. That's really it. Just let your heart speak. And having that... And if... And... So let's say from my perspective, if... If someone is willing to... To at least see me... And that might be an easy step to come and see me. At least we're just doing that. At least we're getting together and it's, we can acknowledge it. If you want to, as soon as we meet up, turn around and walk away because you don't want to hear another word, then I'm not going to stop you. I'm not going to hold you down and force you to listen to every single thing I say. Like, no. But acknowledgement that... I don't know. It's a tough ask. It's a tough ask of myself and of anyone or anything to be so upfront. But shit, when I'm getting bricks thrown at my face, left and right, metaphorically, of course, I've never been hit with a brick in the face physically, but um, when the universe is trying its best to see if I'll, I'll cave in and give up 
and I just feel like I keep fighting and I keep breathing air into myself almost. It's just makes me want more of it in my life. It makes me realize how powerful and how important it is to just to talk to somebody and be able to give someone else that space too so that they can tell you how they feel and they can see how you react. Like someone can see how I react when they tell me something I don't want to hear and they can see that sarcastic or shitty looking face I might make and then they'll understand where I'm at understand the situation better and same goes for me and seeing someone else I want to know where someone is at and I can't do that over text or just not seeing someone for years it's near impossible to it's literally near impossible to we all do we all do our best nowadays with but anyone that's silent or doesn't use a phone really or yeah, anyone that's closed off technologically, it's impossible to know where they're at or how they feel about certain things. That's why I just love seeing people. I love seeing people that I love and people that I care about, whether that's friends or whether that's random people I grew up with or coworkers, family, you know, the basics. But like, that's all. That's my priority. That's what I care about most is friends and family and other people that I love or care about. And seeing them is just means something to me personally. And I, and I love it. That's why I love the game of chess. Because any chance, any opportunity that I get and I meet someone or I, or I see a friend that I haven't seen or... You know, I find out that this dude or guy or girl loves playing chess. I'm like, really? What? How many people love chess? We got to play. Like, I don't meet many people to be able to play. It's just such a cool thing to be able to sit across from somebody and be vulnerable. You each sit down to the table and you just got a an 8x8 eight eight checkered board made out of wood and the pieces are made out of wood so we got nature sitting right there we got these beautifully carved pieces and we each start out with the same the same stuff the same same weapons the same armor and we just try to understand each other better that's literally what chess is you try to understand your opponent or what he's trying to do you try to be wise and not just be a smart ass like, oh, I made that good move. You're screwed now. That humbled me so quickly when I first started playing chess. I'd be, I would literally be saying that out loud to myself. I'd be like, got your ass. And then I would end up getting checkmated because then I end up making one mistake and because I wasn't paying attention enough or I wasn't taking his skill into account enough. Be wise. Be wise, not smart. That's what I tell myself. And I really do think chess is cool, though. To be, to nerd out with you for two seconds. It's an ancient game. I think it was made in, like, it was before a thousand, year a thousand, like a thousand AD. But 
it came in other forms before that I'm sure I'm sure there's been board games with pieces for thousands of years and this one is it's definitely special and it always resonated with me from a very young age um, and yeah I wish I could play it more but yeah I just hope anyone listening out there remind yourself you're doing great I try to do the same like I've said before and people that I know I know I reiterate that that you're doing good wherever you're at um there's always room for improvement like chess like I was like the Russian player who's a robot who might know every variation who of the entire game or every move that the board could be played but one tiny thing and there's always learn there's always room to learn especially in life I, and I'm a I've got I'm a fucking nerd dude Math was my favorite subject in school. Math was 100%. No question about it. It was also the subject I was naturally the best at. Adding, multiplying numbers. Solving equations. And I just love the symmetry of a chessboard. 8 by 8. 64 squares. 8 just being a great number. And what's 8? What's... What's half of eight? Four. And four is like my favorite number in the entire world. And what's half of four? Two. Two. 2022. February 22nd, 2022 at 2.22 p.m. Two, four, eight. Sixteen, thirty-two, sixty-four. Eight by eight. Eight pawns. Two rooks. Two knights, two bishops, a queen, and a king. You can call them whatever you want. It's just strategy, and you try to find what's what's the best route. And it's just going with the flow. That's what chess is. That's what life is. It is literally going with the flow. It's tough to go with the flow. It's tough to live in this unknown and not know what's going to happen or... What's going to happen to me? What I'm going to choose to do? When it feels like I want to invest my time and energy into certain things or certain people. I want to give myself to these things or these people. And yeah, like I said, it's tough. I've been so damn present and so worried about what's right in front of me that sometimes I get clouded and forget about what might be to come and I honestly as I say that though it's that's not a bad thing at all it's actually incredible to be able to to be able to be living right now personally and not know what I'm going to be doing six months from now or a year from now I could be like I said halfway across the country I could pack my shit in a bag and go I could switch completely different work fields I could try 10 different new skills. I could 
start making myself start a keto diet. I don't fucking know, you know, like I eat normal, by the way, or not normal, but I eat good and do my thing. But I don't I'm just saying my book has been so open and it's literally becoming more open, though, as we speak. As I talk to you right now, my book has it feels like it's currently becoming more open and it's going to continue becoming more open and I don't know how much more open I could get but I know it it can go farther and I'm not I'm honestly not scared of it sometimes it scares me but on the grand scheme of things I, I don't really feel any fear when it comes to it I used to be able, I used to be fearful I used to be scared shitless honestly that's all I worried about out of high school and those couple years right after high school I was scared shitless as to what I was going to do that's one of the main pressures we all get shoved on our throats is what are you going to do what are you doing what are you are you going to be doing this for the next year are you going to go to school for, for the next four years are you going to what are you going to do what are you passionate about are you doing this are you going to stick with it like I don't know anymore and it, it's really caught up with me and it's so freeing it's it really is freedom because I don't have anyone telling me, or at least I don't have, it doesn't feel like I'm being pressured. <laughs> I say that, like I say, I, I doesn't feel like I'm being pressured to do anything, but at the same time, these, these things that are going on, going on in my life are honestly pressuring me to do certain things. And it's making me want to be more open. It's making me want to be more intuitive and go with the flow because I don't want to feel pressure to do certain things. And that comes with, that also comes with speaking my heart. And it comes with being open and honest with everybody and everything and not leaving those stones unturned. I feel like that pressure really starts to set in when um, that pressure really starts to set in in life when you're not speaking your mind and speaking your heart when you're not telling someone you love that you love them and I've done too much. I can be blunt about that. <sighs> done it too much. Been too quiet. I've been a douchebag to people. I've been leaving people out of what I want to do and where I'm at. But no more, you know. I don't. I don't want that to be a part of where I'm at or what I'm doing. I want to be better. I'm sorry, man. My roommate is being super annoying. I'm not gonna scream that at the top of my lungs. I can tell you that. And I'm just drawing a picture really quick. If you're if you're still following along, 
try drawing a picture once in a while. Every single time that I do, it makes me feel ten times better. Um, I think. Yeah, I just can't help but think about chess right now. I think, well, the main reason I started thinking about chess again, though, was because my friend brought it up and said he would play with me. I was like, dude, I haven't played it anyone in chess in so long. It makes me so happy. I can't wait. And, um, yeah, just like so many things in my life I can relate to. I can relate something to life. I can, I can definitely relate chess to, to life and to my life and being wise and having strategic moves while also going with the flow. And that's, that's, that symbiotic relationship right there is so important to me to be able to be wise and kind of strategize what's best for myself and for others just as importantly while also be free-flowing and accept whatever does come. Yeah. This one is already kind of long, so... And I don't know if I'll post this and... I love being able to just say that because fuck it. This might just end up in the vault, like I said. Might just be enshrined forever on my laptop and no one's ever going to hear this. But if you're out there and you do, once again, I appreciate you. Breathe for me. Just breathe. Get a different flow of oxygen and carbon dioxide going through your body and your brain. You have no idea how much it can boost your your mental health, your spiritual health, your physical health by by just breathing, by stretching, moving around, by drinking water, by telling people you love that you love them, by going with the flow, but breathe. That's the first, that's the first thing we should all do. Like maybe before you tell someone you love that you love them, take a breath or two, and you'll be fine. All right, I appreciate all of you as always, and I will talk to you soon. And um, for the record, Converse, high top black, all star Converse are the greatest shoe ever created. All right, peace.